Hey everyone, welcome to Karma Corner. This is Jimmy and Adam. And on tonight's episode, we are joined by the Casares family. Um, we have Jacinto, Gloria, and Jasmine Casares. Um, as the world knows, you know, we did suffer the second deadliest mass shooting, school mass shooting in U.S. history here in Uvalde on May 24th, 2022. And their daughter, Jackie Casares, was a victim um, in that tragedy. And so tonight we have her mom and dad and her sister here to talk to us a little bit about Jackie and, and who she was and what she, her dreams were and inspired to be. And also, you know, the strength that they have shown by moving forward and, and not staying silent, but fighting for, for change in laws and, and starting um, a nonprofit to remember your sister by, and so we want to talk a little bit about that and, and just the courage that it takes to to do that after experiencing such a hard um, hard loss. And so we just want to welcome y'all to our podcast tonight. Thank and you. Thank, thank you for, for having us. For joining us here tonight. Um, you know, so if y'all want to introduce yourselves mm -hmm. first, so everyone yeah. knows who. Um, my name is Gloria Casares, and I'm Jackie's mom. I'm Jasmine Casares, and I'm Jackie's sister. I'm Javier Casares, and I'm Jackie's father. And, you know, thank you for squeezing us in, because I know y'all are always busy. If y'all are at the Capitol in Austin or D.C., or ja Jasmine's doing all kinds of interviews, and, you know, I know she's very busy, so I just really am glad that y'all were able to squeeze us in in your tight schedule. So thank you for that, and y'all are going to be the, the last podcast of the year, and I think it's, it's going to be great. So. Awesome. Thank um, you. So yeah, of course. And um, so we just wanted to kind of know a little bit about Jackie. We've seen the videos and all the good stuff, but we just really want everybody to be able to know what she liked and all the cool <clears throat> stuff that she used to do. Yes. Um, we always talk about that question, like question. how's Jackie? Mm -hmm. No, tell us about Jackie. And I don't even know if it's hard. It's just so hard trying to put it all in you know a few sentences to talk yeah. about her. Um, but of course, Jackie, she was smart. She was, um, she was bubbly. She was funny. She's, um, there's, there's just so much about her that we can, we can say. Um, she loved, of course, her dogs, her animals, any, anything, anything to do with animals she loved to do. Um, she wanted to be a veterinarian. And one of her dreams was to travel the world. And of course, Paris was one of, her most favorite countries that she wanted to see. Um, it's not a country France. I know. France. <laughs> I knew hey, as soon I as she giggled. I, I didn't catch I, it. As so. soon as she giggled, I knew it was so, <laughs> I said something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, she also. She was just a very big heart. Why did she? Big heart. You know, she. When she saw somebody in need for for one, you know, she would always want to help a homeless person. Like, uh, we'd go to restaurants and steal an old vet, you know, she would want to pay for the meals. So oh. she just had, she had that real kind heart where she always wanted to help somebody. Like, that, that saying is like, to take her, she off her back to help yeah. the type of person she was with, with anything. What was her favorite animal? Like, did she have dogs or dogs, but we had pigs and we had goats. And oh, really? Out of, like out in a ranch? Or yeah, well, in the States. It was close enough. But yeah, she, uh, you know, wherever it was, you know, of course, the zoos, like she loved everything, you know, even 
the snakes and stuff like she, she wasn't afraid she was afraid of them but she wasn't afraid to touch them wow <laughs> but, so uh, she, you'd she catch was, it and then she'd yeah, go and like touch it <laughs> but she was a she was very emotional little girl too she just cared about everything like the homeless or even disasters like you know why did that happen there you know can, how can we help and you know she was always thinking about others than, than herself one right. thing that's interesting is you know when we've we've had other families and the dreams that these, these their children had, and I'm like, man, I remember when I was there, I was like, oh, we want to be teachers. That's all we yeah, want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they want to be still like, artists. Yeah. They want to be veterinarians. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I just remember, we all want to be teachers. <laughs> but it's, 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 you know, their imagination and what they yeah. dream. Very I, unique, very she special. Was, I mean, okay. you know, she was sassy. She liked doing TikToks and all that good stuff. What are the other ones on the TikTok? And, Instagram, like that. even though she was supposed to, but she did it anyway. So she uh, sassy with everybody or just with dad? No, with everybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, she was a little was. prankster too. She was a little yeah. gay and her sister scaring her and stuff like that. <laughs> but she, uh, again, she was very emotional. Like when, it's funny, like being that age, she, she loved. And uh, everybody felt it. Yeah. Well, why did she want to go to Paris? Just City of love. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. And the lights. Um, she loved to see like the stars, the lights at night. So we were oh, just at okay. the hemisphere a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and that was her favorite place to go. You no, know, to go up, and it had to be at night because she wanted to see the nights, <laughs> the lights. Mm -hmm. um, anytime we flew, we talk about we had to go at night because she wanted to sit by the window and see outside. So. Um, yeah, I had to fight that for that because that's daddy's place is the window. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's pretty much it. No, she. She just saw how beautiful the Eiffel Tower was, and she just wanted to see it. She now y'all went to day. Paris. So. We did. And, we did. And how was that when y'all went to Paris? It was bittersweet because that's what she wanted to do. Was and we had talked about it before um, for graduation. That would have been her gift. Is mm. we would have taken a trip to Paris. Um, so we did for Jasmine's graduation. So the National Police Chiefs Association gifted me with a with a trip to Paris, and like they paid for the hotel the flight and things like that because they heard that Jackie wanted to go for her graduation and since I was graduating they were like you go and how they met her was um, I met her in Austin we met them in Austin we were at a hearing that Jasmine spoke at and afterwards we met them and, and you know of course they yeah. paid their respects and, and gave her their condolences and they kept in touch with my wife and, and all of a sudden they, they came up with the idea to send her um, to Paris so it was pretty neat so Jasmine, have you always been good at speeches and... Um, I like to think so. I mean, I've always been a really anxious person talking in front of like crowds and things like that. But I've done writing for so long that at some point you write, you read, and you speak. That it all just flows at one. Yeah. At some point. Mm -hmm. Natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, you know, maybe something's pushing you also to be stronger too? You think your yeah, sister? Yeah, I... Like, I try to say it as often as I can that I probably never would have spoken up the way that I have or done public speaking the way that I do now unless this happened. So it's a very bittersweet thing that I've grown more confident. I talk to so many people from around the world that do activism, not just gun violence activism. And it's, we all have the in common that nobody speaks out until it happens to you. And it's so unfortunate 
it's just unfortunate. Is that what you see when you're talking to these activists that are dealing with different issues? Or mm -hmm. Is it just gun violence or there's other? No, um, actually we went to DC, gosh, I don't even know when. Mm -hmm. But I was honored with the International Day of the Girl. Um, Dr. Joe Biden, uh, was oh, yeah, it Girls that. Leading Change? Something mm -hmm. like that. And so we went to DC and I met uh, 14 other young women that did things like um, period poverty, there was climate change, um, the stuff that's happening in Israel right now, and just a whole bunch of different issues that it's not just gun violence that we talk about. Well, that's, that's crazy. So you just learned so mm -hmm. much over this, you know, mm -hmm. a little over a year and everything that y'all have done is amazing. Mm -hmm. So. She's always really been opinionated, though. She's always, <laughs> yeah. always she? yes, um, you know, with anything to do with, um, like LGBTQ, what else, like, mm -hmm. you know, women's Just, rights. She's yeah. always spoken her mind since she was little. So that's what we need. That's mm -hmm. all I need. That's My daughter to be. Yeah, it's just the easy access that people have to social media and internet now, which makes you really aware of issues that people didn't in the past. But sometimes we choose to ignore it, not not on purpose, but it's, now it's, it's like... it's easy to. You can just turn off your TV, mm. put your phone down. Yeah. Um, it takes a genuine person to keep scrolling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's what keeps us going is fighting. I guess they say fighting or whatever you want to call it, but it feels like if you're not fighting, then you're not really worth anything. you got to do something. You have to do something. You know, the kids were there making phone calls and risking their lives, and we were going to sit around and do yeah, nothing. Exactly. I just can't do that. Exactly. I, been through periods where I'm not doing anything and I feel like I'm, you know, I'm not worth anything, mm -hmm. you know? So, it's but I think it's true what you say, like, mm -hmm. you know, we see all these shootings that have happened and it's like, you know, but it happened here and, and I didn't lose anybody. I had coworkers that lost people, but, you know, mm -hmm. but it just really, like, like bothered me and affected me because like, I was all like, mm -hmm. oh my God, that's like, and even today it was like, it's still like hard to believe that it yeah. happened. Mm -hmm. I was yes. like eating lunch and I was like, I can't believe that really happened here. Yeah. You know, yeah. It was just like, yeah, you think yeah. about like, yeah, I, mean. I can't believe that, you know, all that life was lost here. And, mm -hmm. and I would have never seen myself doing what I'm doing, mm -hmm. you know, and, but I was all like, I don't know, because I was such a, it was just so much innocent life. It was lost. Mm -hmm. and, and I was no, like, totally I just, agree, I agree, I've seen. And then when things came out, yes. I was like, I mean, even, you just can't be quiet more. and let it, yes. let that be and, and forget about it. Like, mm -hmm. And so we talked a little bit earlier about like being trauma informed. You know, Yuvaldi, I think that was a huge problem when we we're going, y'all were going through this and we we're going through it with y'all. We felt like, do y'all feel like there was enough support at that time or? A lot of people did come together, but once we started talking about guns and, and, and changing laws, that all changed. I mean, there was a lot of people that were supporting us, stopped supporting us. Mm -hmm. And that pretty much was when all that came out with all the gun rights and all that. Mm -hmm. At the beginning, though, it was um, very emotional to see how the community did come together. They did. Um, for months, I didn't have to worry about um, cooking or how were we going to eat because they did, like, meal trains. Um, I had families drop off foods, um, like, groceries. So we didn't have to worry about any of that. Um, which is, of course, it's, it's great. Um, one of my nieces ended up doing a GoFundMe, so we did that. Um, 
so just seeing how they came together it was like an all like wow like this is my community mm-hmm. um but i guess like that's where your body strong came right yes mm-hmm. but yeah. like my husband said as soon as we started um speaking up speaking out mm-hmm. um then we started to get the backlash we started to get the ugly comments and things like that mm-hmm. and this is this is just my opinion from what i've seen and, and what i read you know on social media but i think Yuvaldi is you know, shows sympathy mm-hmm. towards the families, but, you know, there's no empathy because they mm-hmm. don't know exactly, your family. You know? Right. So yes. it's easy to comment on y'all's pictures and your posts, like, oh, mm-hmm. we think of you, we think of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then they do the complete opposite thing. Mm-hmm. You know? yes. And it's like, and today it dawned on me, I go, you know, I, I believe they're sympathetic for what happened, mm-hmm. but they don't know your pain, so they, mm-hmm. they're exactly. not empathetic with what yes. happened to y'all. No, I And they don't agree. know the fight of why y'all are fighting for what y'all are fighting mm-hmm. for. Like, you know, they're just... Yes. Do you, do you think that we're making progress as a state or a country with the issues that are going on? I know y'all are fighting for some specific things, and maybe y'all could talk a little bit about what y'all's mission is. I guess with... Is it live... Are you still with Lives Robbed, right? Yes. Or I don't know if you want to yes. talk about Lives Robbed. So, yeah, well, a few of us... Um, I think from the beginning, like you were saying, Jimmy, um, like the previous mass shootings, you know, especially the school shootings, you do. Like I remember Sandy Hook, you know, Parkland. I remember all of those. I remember grieving with the moms, with the parents, and thinking, oh, gosh, like I don't know what I would do if I would lose a child. You know, Mm -hmm. I would not. There's no way I'd be able to go on or move forward. Um, And that lasts just for a little bit, and then you just, you do. You move on with your life. You know, life, it's life. You move on. And you just tend to not forget, but you just, it's not a big deal because it didn't happen to you. And so as soon, and I knew as soon as it happened, I knew um, that we needed change, some kind of change. You know, what I was going through, what my family was going through, I didn't want another parent. So even if it was fighting for just that one parent, not to go through what we're going through, that's what I was going to do. And so we did. Pretty on early on, of course, we'd see you guys at board meetings, you know, the city council. Um, it was just we needed more, you know, we needed a lot more. So we did reach out, or actually, March 4th, um, 4th which of one? July, um, Highland the Highland Park, Park um, the Highland Park shooting. Mm-hmm. Well, we had one of them, they ended up getting they formed a nonprofit, which is March 4th. They reached out to my husband, and um, so pretty quickly, I think the next month. The right. Next, you know, we actually. Oh, actually, in it, July. It was July. That happened July four. They called me like July six, and they said, uh, "Are we willing to go to, to Washington D.C.?" And I said, "Yes, of course. We, we, we do whatever we can to help out." I go, but how are we going to get there? That was our thing. He's like, "No, we're going to pay for everything." Mm-hmm. And they asked, "Well, who else can come? Like, how many people do you want to come?" We'll all go. So they they invited like what, a good fifteen people out of Valley that went. And of course, we went out there and you know, we did our lobbying there at the at the Capitol and stuff like that. It was uh, a bittersweet, of course, you never thought about being Capitol, but you know, we're out there fighting for our kids, you know, something new to us. And, but uh, I think that day, you know, of course, a lot of people were, hurt us, and, and and eventually, you know, months later, they did have that what bipartisan, what's it called? Bipartisan you know? Safety Communities Act. I, I think. They needed, it's funny, it's not funny to say, but they've said, like, if it wasn't for that valley shooting, that they would never have passed. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we did 
something out there in D.C. And about like you asked earlier about Texas, you know, I think everything's still the same. I haven't changed much. That that's one thing that it's a hard one to 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 fix because Texas, everybody loves their guns. You know, I'm a gun owner. You know, I am, <clears throat> and I believe in the Second Amendment rights. But they have a way, of, different way of thinking. Like they think they would take their guns away, and it's not. Yeah, it's almost like they're doubling down instead of doing more. They're actually pushing to make it worse. And uh, I know y'all were at the Capitol. We were there too, and uh, we experienced it only once, right, Jimmy? Where we were talking with some of the legislators, mm -hmm. and it's like they don't even want to listen to you. They're, you know, they don't care, and it's very frustrating. And I think people were even saying like. Is that your daughter in the picture? You know, whatever happened to them? But I'm like, I don't know that it would really affect them affect that much. Them, yeah. 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 And, and there's their a rights few, are more, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the, last, uh, the last time that we were trying to pass the law, and I, was, I can't remember the, the number, but it was a water down to eight, you know, bring the age down from 18, uh, from, with the age from 18 to 21. It was a water down, you know, they, it's not taking all the rights away from the 18 year olds. Uh, they had to be part of the military to have a uh, buy an AR or be in a sports type of shooting type of thing. So 18 year olds could buy it, but you had to be in those categories. So it wasn't really all 18 year olds, but they're, you know, they were fighting for kids that were older. They're like, well, our kids can't, well, how old are your kids? We're 21. So you don't have to worry about it. But they were still mm. being, well, you're trying to take your guns away. Like, that's not the issue. I mean, they, would, they wouldn't want to, you know, they watered down, they, they talked to them about it. And they still couldn't understand it, so like they just didn't want to hear it. Yeah, and uh, it was. I mean, a lot of it was watered down and stuff like that. It was like, no, no, we're you're trying to take your guns away. It's crazy yeah. how like you you think brainwashed. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and they feel that an eighteen year old is mature enough to have that type of weapon, but not mature enough to smoke or drink. You know, because mm -hmm. you make it harder for that. Yes, I made a and, point to them because uh, she tried buying super glue. Mm -hmm. and she was seventeen years old. And they stopped it. They're at Walmart. Mm -hmm. You couldn't buy it because she was under 18. Mm -hmm. But an 18 year old can buy a weapon at that mm -hmm. level that does that much destruction, but you can't buy super glue. It just doesn't make sense, mm -hmm. man. I mean, it's so ridiculous. So, what do you say to people that go and lobby one time like us and say, ah, it's not going to make. I mean, it looks like y'all have continued to do it and you see things happening. What you, to, you think we should try to lobby more and. It'd be what nice. Can we do? I mean, the thing is, yeah, it's tiresome. You know, we, we like the the last couple of months, and we're going every Tuesday, you know, to, to Austin. It got tiring, and some people we all went one time, yeah. believe, even. And I wish we did have more support like that. I mean, because again, it, it could happen. It happened here. It could happen again. You know, so the more people speak and show up. Yeah, of course we help. Yeah, yeah. Me, and then, yeah. Oh, go ahead. It, it's important for y'all to educate us because now y'all have the experience. Mm -hmm. So educate us on it so that we can be part of that too. Yes. Because we don't know what we're doing up there. The capital. Yeah, we still. Sometimes that we still don't know. We still, don't know. We still need yeah. so much help. Um, but it does. It does help just to keep going because yeah. then you know maybe one day somebody's going to say something that's yeah. going to change their mind. Yeah. Yeah. And we did for um, the HB twenty seven forty four. Right. We did mm -hmm. have. Um, a Republican that we had talked to, he did. We they kind of told us it was going to be a hard one. Um, no, I wrote a whole I wrote a whole thing about him too. I was like, mm -hmm. 
who he was, how old he was, how many kids he had, where they went to school, things like that. Because that's all available online. We were trying to get prepared, yes. There you go. And, and, you, so, and then you went and talked to him yeah, and told him so all that? Like, I know him. who you are and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so we talked to him. We got on, you know, his level. Um, he listened. He prayed with us. And when it was time to vote, he changed his vote from no, that he wasn't going to vote that's to amazing. increase the age to yes. The yeah, day that's of the, huge. Yeah, the day of the mm -hmm. hearing. So... Um, I think it's that it's very important, not just for us. Yeah, I think everybody, anybody that and has children. Anything that you believe in, that you want to fight exactly. for, you know, that's where it's at. Because a lot of times Republicans don't have a problem raising the age, but those people in the Capitol, those are the ones that don't want to do it. And you know, so I think that's where the focus should be. A lot of times, it's fighting against each other. Yes. But those are the guys over there that don't want to do it. So put mm -hmm. pressure on them. Like exactly. We saw in the city council. Or the school board, we would go and put pressure and put pressure, and we made a difference. Mm -hmm. So I think it's the same thing on a bigger scale. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we just need to learn and get organized. And exactly. We've had certain people that were on the actual safety committee board that, you know, they wouldn't, they didn't want to vote because, they didn't want to vote yes because if they did, they, would, they wouldn't get voted in next year. They were afraid to lose mm -hmm. their, their spot. How does that make you feel? I'm like, <laughs> we... we we, we told them how we felt. Yeah, and I mean, but, and it's them being honest too, because we well, do want them to be honest that, to right? know what exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, I think what we decided is, is we've tried one way. You know, we need to continue to try multiple ways. And one of the things is, you know, going out to their their constituents and speaking to them, telling them, sharing our stories with them. Um, and I'm, you know, hopefully, they'll talk to their representation and their leaders and their. Senators and wait, anything else you want to add? <laughs> You're a little quiet now because we're not talking about you all the time. <laughs> so, we're gonna get to you. So how, how do y'all find the strength to do this? You know, with with everything that y'all have gone through to continue on. I bet you it's really hard to get up sometimes and keep going. Mm -hmm. It is. Um, I'll start off with that. I mean, that's a, a that's what I promised my daughter that day. Yeah. That, um, I mean, I feel like I haven't done much, but I told her that I'm going to do whatever I can, however I can, to make some type of change here or anywhere. Just, oh, I'm going to keep on fighting. Yeah. And that's, that's going to be, from now on, that's my life mission. You say you haven't done much, but aren't you like, aren't you part of the Brown Berets? You started something there. Yeah, I did, I did that. After, well, the day of the march that we had in, yeah. in June, July. July 11th. Yeah, um, my days are all <laughs> scattered around. Uh, we weren't expecting it, but it's something I wanted to do. I wanted to start a new life chapter here, council here. And that day, where um, we had a meeting that day, not knowing that we were going to come out with 18 members that day. It was just, I wasn't ready for it. I wanted it, but I wasn't ready for it. And I'm still not ready yet. But uh, yeah, so we became a council. It's council 22499. Uh, it's called La Voces Unidas. And uh, you know, uh, we haven't done much with it because uh, that, that year was just so much going on and still it's still a lot going on. But I'm trying to get things together, it just, it's so hard for me, though. Is this for LULAC? Or? Yes, for LULAC. And then um, in February, uh, I'm, a, I'm a captain of my, my own unit, uh, the Brown Braves. It's the Brown Braves of South, Southwest Texas. And there's only five of us, but, you know. Tell us a little bit about that because, man, I used to, when I saw them, like, when we were protesting... 
kind of intimidating. Like, man, I want those guys on my side, you know. So I like to know a little bit. I didn't know about them until you know we started. Yeah, we, we had a couple of people that, that were freaked out that day. You know, well, it goes back to the '60s when, during Vietnam. You know, uh, everybody knows about the Black Panthers, how they started yeah. the wall. Pretty much same thing. You know, they they got they got together because they were getting tired of getting beat by the cops. Um, it goes back to that, you know, human rights, uh, uh, protection of the communities, and stuff like that. So it's, it started back in the '60s, and it's still they kind of died down a little bit, but you know, it's never been gone. Yeah, and that's what they still do. You know, the people seem as intimidating, but you know, of course, it's all about civil rights in their communities and doing right by the communities. And, and so uh, when I asked them to come, because during that, that the, the march and rally, we didn't want any of the LPD out there or, or anybody like that. So they said they'd come help and help <clears throat> control, you know, make sure everything was okay and intact and nobody attacking people. So that's where they came. And, and at first people thought they were like some type of, you know, militia group. And like, no, yeah. they're different, you know, and it's all about peace. That's what it seemed like, because I was kind of getting rowdy, and they were making me be peaceful when I was there. <laughs> so, so I noticed that they did a really good job of like making sure nothing escalated. Yeah, so I'm excited to see them in, in Uvalde. I think there's a need for and it, what it, they it, do. It's a lot of education that we do. We do Zooms twice a week, and a lot of it is educating us about history, and so that they don't teach us in school. And of course, you know, laws and, and things that they want to change and, and it's a lot of it a lot of stuff a lot of information um you guys are more welcome they have on thursdays they have it's they call it the education group and see everybody that wants to just join them and, and visit and yeah. see what they're all about every thursday mm -hmm. so you guys want to talk about that i can give you a zoom and then we can reach out to you guys right. so I, I think I think though when like these big organizations come to Valley and people like oh you know they're trouble and, and mm -hmm. that, um, but like you said it you know you know you fight for for certain things and I, I I always feel like had it not happened on that side of town maybe the outcome would have been different and so when you have Lulac and all these people coming to support it's because mm -hmm. it's like well it was predominantly Hispanic and you can't help but wonder had it been in a different part of Uvalde. Would it have been a different outcome, and would they have gone in and tried to save lives? You know, and and no matter what part of town, I think if it was in a different part of town, they would have been doing the same thing. Had it been, yeah, they would have been bound to change yeah. laws. I mean, yeah, yeah and probably a lot faster. They probably exactly. would have been changed. And heads would have rolled pretty quickly mm -hmm. too, in my opinion. Yeah, you know that well, was a side effect, though. But yeah. So I know you, you know with lives robbed, and you know with Kim being mayor, do you feel, or running for mayor? I'm jumping the gun already. I'm jumping the gun already. I feel like sometimes the community gets a little scared mm -hmm. that you know what if she wins, you know what with the you know what y'all are fighting for. Yes. Do y'all feel that, um, and, and why do you think that we do? That? I do. I do feel that. I do see that. Um, but I think Kim has been very transparent. You know, when she's running. Um, I don't even want it to sound ugly. It's not, she's not running just for the 21. Mm. No, like she is running. Her family's here. Her family's thinking of staying here. And she wants to do some kind of change. You know, mm. um, we've just been so divided that we have to figure something else. Yeah. And where are we supposed to go from here? And no, she's been transparent about that. It's mm. just not about the 21. It's not just about what happened. It's making Uvalde better and better than what it was even before May 24th. Yeah. Um, but it's hard, of course, it's really hard. You have, um, 
just to people, it would of course, change. just talking negative about she's a female, she's very emotional, um, it's just, she's still grieving, how is she supposed to run a town? And, yeah. and I think she has shown already how much, you know, how smart she is. It's, mm. She's just not another woman. She's smart. She's, um, it's Kim. <laughs> I know sometimes I post things and then you have these hateful comments and I always tell him, he's like, you can't respond to them because you're just going to keep going. Exactly. Going. Yeah. Like, exactly. I know, but it makes me like, yeah, and she really, yeah, and she doesn't. No, she does not. She's been, she just, she knows what she wants. She's going for it and she's, she's not, she's not letting anybody get to her. That's awesome. She's not. Jasmine, tell us about what you, you got something going on now, right? The, mm -hmm. So you started Jackie's Loving Jackie's Hands? Loving Hands. Mm -hmm. Why did you choose that? What? Um, my tia kind of chose it. I, we didn't really get to decide. Um, she had gifted it to me, the tax exemption and all that, for my birthday. And it kind of started there. I know I always wanted to get to a nonprofit at some point, but it was kind of handed to me on a platter, and I was like, well... Mine will take it. <laughs> um, so Jackie's Loving Hands is a nonprofit, and the whole goal is to raise money for veterinary scholarships, and then anything left over goes back into the nonprofit, and it'll go to like um, animal society. shelters, humane societies, things like that. Is it specific just for Uvalde or for <laughs> um, uh, the scholarships? So it's going to be three different scholarships. So one of them is strictly in Uvalde. Um, the other one is going to be in Texas, and the third one is going to be out of Texas. So three scholarships. I think they're a thousand dollars each is what I'm as of going right now, for yeah. as of now. That's amazing. Yeah. And how have y'all done so far? Um, so far we're struggling a little bit on the fundraising, but we're just getting started, so that's yeah. understandable. Um, I'm hoping the bulk of the money is going to come from the Canine Carnival that we're going to be having in March. And what, what is that? It's similar to Bark in the Park, except it's carnival themed. Um, okay. So it's going to be like carnival games, there's going to be vendors, um, competitions, there's going to be a pie eating contest. Um, there's going to be dogs versus owners, there's going to no be way. a... Uh -huh, there's going to be a, a dog treat buffet. It's just going to be a whole lot of things and just the goal is to raise money for scholarships. And where is that? It's going to be <clears throat> at the Fairplex on March 16th. I believe it's going to start at 11 to 6. Who's hosting that? Do y'all have like a couple of different? Uh, no, not really. Not it's yet. Just, yeah, it's, it's just all it's, Jasmine. Yeah, wow. it's all me. <laughs> We're hoping to get. Of course, she's trying to get some sponsors, so she's sent yeah. out a whole bunch of sponsor, mm -hmm. sponsorship letters. And, and so, Jimmy, Jimmy will write you a check. For her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so I've gotten one back so far, and I'm not really too concerned on the timing. I mean, we still have another what, four months. So the timing is looking good so far. I've gotten one really good sponsorship. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to mention it. Oh, that's yes. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. Anyways, um, it's just that it's kind of a waiting game for now, like sending out vendors, things like that. So like with Karma, we always have volunteers for different things. Mm -hmm. So you could always reach out to us and we'll at least help whatever set mm -hmm. up things or eat some pies or whatever she's gonna need a lot of volunteers definitely yeah. every time we do something we'll get a handful of volunteers mm -hmm. right yeah she wants to do, do you can you share the web page or yeah um it's jackieslovinghands.com <laughs> fairly simple um whenever you go to the website it looks a lot better on a computer but on the phone i think there's two little lines in the corner and it'll say like home our vision 
projects, donations, things like that. On projects, it's Lovey Valdi, which is coming up, the Canine Carnival, uh, the Ofrenda that we just had, and then Jackie Rocks. Which is just it's just painting rocks, pretty much. <laughs> That's cool. Though. Yeah, she she um she customized the website all on her own. So who did Jasmine did? So wow, did you learn that in school? Yeah. No. Wow. See, we've been wow, trying man. to. I've been trying to do a website. website. I don't know like, what I'm doing. Like, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Like, he can swap volunteers. He's, yes. he's go daddy or whatever it is. Like, <laughs> so I was telling like, well, him, I started it. I go, but then I got confused, so I stopped. Yeah, yeah. yeah she but. spent a lot of hours on it. She worked. Mm -hmm. She worked really hard. It looks, I guess because I get distracted. I do it when I'm watching TV. Then I'm like, and then I do it more. Stop. But on that note, on February third, I'm actually having. Something as well at the Fairplex. It's it's really like my it's our year anniversary of berets here, mm -hmm. but um, I want to have like a kind of like a Chicano Heritage Day type of thing, right? Like bring mm -hmm. I want to have a car show, uh, vendors, and and Cordell invite all the berets. That's cool because I was just like we need I was I was we need like something like that mm -hmm. like for Hispanic Heritage Month or, and or it something. Was yeah, it was single mile they say, yeah. but it doesn't anymore. So. Mm -hmm. It'll be a little bit different, you know, it'll be basically the same thing with the food vendors and stuff like that, but I want to have a little car show. Of course, I'm, I'm buying all the berets. Like, I've gone to Houston to visit out there at San Sacramento with the berets, and you know, they get, uh, we'll get together and, and, and discuss like yearly things, so it's pretty neat. So I'm inviting the berets, of course, Lulac, and, and where wants to come to Sonida. Uh, one thing I do want to show, uh, we went to San Antonio during the summer and, and saw the play, so that I just walk mm -hmm. out of Crystal City. You saw oh, it too, I right? think it was there when you went mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I talked to the guy, and um, of course I said, I wanted to, what can we do to bring that here? <laughs> and uh, you know, we, we uh, they said, well, it's too, this is pretty much expensive because it's a lot of moving parts. But I called like three weeks ago and talked to one of the assistants, and they said, well, they have the screenplay. So thinking oh, about nice. bringing the screenplay over here, uh, but they just haven't gone back to me on the price yet. Mm. So um, with that, I'm going to try to get Lulac and, and some other people to help out with that. But uh, I want to show it at least three to four times that day. Yeah. Just to get you know, charged for it, of course. Uh, so that'd be something neat so people can see what, mm. what's still the same like school board, you know. You just played, well, I remember like, I came back from that and right. I said, yeah. it was awesome. the only difference is that it's our own people doing it to us now yeah like, you know, it's not the white yes. person so yeah so i'm excited i just i'm just going you know, i'm just waiting for give me the, mm -hmm. the go ahead and that way i can start moving forward on that but it'll be for February third uh at the fair play to the what's it called the, the pavilion pavilion and then and it was a play over there right it was, it, it was yeah, a play just have uh, Jasmine talk to him and she'll get him to come over here. She's like, I know where you live. I know where you live. I'm glad they got back to me. You know, the, the main guy, he was out of the country. So no, the, his second in command, you know, uh, called me back and, and told me, yeah, man, we'd love to help out whatever we can. So and it was a really good play. It really was. You know, it was an eye opener. It was There mm -hmm. was a lot of common things right in the yeah. play that we were going through they had a little scene of um, a school board meeting and you're like mm -hmm. oh my gosh like that's, that's us exactly, we're going yeah. through that right this now isn't that mm -hmm. crazy to think so many it years was an later emotional play. very oh, emotional. And you, you went and watched and you mm -hmm. came back and you were all pumped up wanting to mm -hmm. well, i was pumped up because it made me like you know and i said i guess i was sheltered because i never experienced like the racism mm -hmm. and i don't think my parents did either but i'm sure my grandparents did mm -hmm. but it just like it it's emotional because it's like 
one of your ancestors went through that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it was so close by, like, to mm-hmm. us. And then when you hear all those, when they talked about the stories. And, yes, it was very emotional. Yeah. yeah. But, but once they accomplished that. after all that, I knew it was, it was neat. Yeah, but crazy. that's why, but the one part took away was the, like, you know, it's just, it's our people doing it to us now. Mm-hmm. And that's what's more hurtful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so it sounds yes. like you have a lot of projects going on and you're mm-hmm. staying busy. And yeah. I guess, does that help you all with kind of, you know, kind of like therapy? Like, it does. Um, it, it helps quite a bit. Um, when I stay busy, of course, I'm not... I'm not thinking too much about the details or things of like the dark things, the things that happened in that room, you know, we still don't know about. Um, when it's quiet and we're at home or at night and we're not busy, that's, it's constantly on my mind. So to stay busy, it has helped a lot with the grieving process. Not sure if I've even grieved properly, but that's a whole other story. But um, it definitely keeping us busy helps. I had somebody tell me when. A couple of months back, they were like, oh, I guess I saw a picture of me with somebody that lost a child, and they were like, we didn't know you all were friends. They're so nice in person. And I was like, well, they're not, I mean, they're not mean people. Like, they're just, they went through something horrific, you know, and, you know, you've got to understand that. And they're like, well, yeah, I just never talked to them, but they yeah. seem nice. And I'm like, so many people out there. There really is. There is, and, and like, I wish they would, you know, come up to me more. Mm-hmm. I'd love to. If you have a question mm-hmm. about my daughter, I'd like to answer mm-hmm. it or anything that we're doing. Um, I've never been opposed to not talking to somebody about it. And I explained that to somebody the other day at the college. Like, I'd rather you have talked to me than not talk to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we want to give you your space. Like, I'd rather you talk to me, even if I was hurting. Like, you can't hurt me more than yeah. what I'm already hurt. So talk to me. Don't don't be afraid. Like, I'd, I'd rather you talk to me. That's that's my main thing than not talk to me. So what would you like other people to know or how they can help with with the the movement that y'all are creating, um, you know, how can the community help y'all? Or? For, for one, reach out. Like I said, like, a lot of people are afraid to because they think, well, like, they, they, like you said, they might think we're bad people or, or we're, you know, still grieving. Yeah, we're still grieving. We're always going to be grieving, you know. Um, don't be afraid to reach out. I mean, what's worse that can happen? Say no or, I mean, I'd rather be, I'd rather talk to somebody than not talk to somebody. I wish a lot of people would think like that here. <laughs> no. I do things. I can't even explain how much action is more important than words. I mean, it's different when you see someone doing something versus just listening to them. I mean, whether it's calling your representatives, that's going out and voting, going to a town hall meeting, Anything, I think just action speaks more than words. I think you were kind of leading the pack with that, that walkout too, right? Like in, no? I wasn't in school at the time. <laughs> oh, okay. It just happened to, we showed she, up. She right? just no, kind no. of thought about it and they <laughs> did it, right? She actually wanted to do it at the beginning of school. Yeah, that's actually was my plan. I wanted to do a walkout on the first day of school. Or even if it wasn't a walkout, a 77-minute sit-in. But I had an a incident with one of the administrators at the school and I withdrew from the high school and finished online but we did hear about the walkout and I was kind of iffy I was like I don't know if anyone would do that but I can't think of her name I don't know if it's Abby 
It might be Abby. I want to say that she was one of the like ringleaders of the walkout. Oh, okay. <laughs> but seeing it, like, you know, when it was going by the yeah. store, it gave me chills. Very, was like, mm-hmm. very. So I think mm-hmm. we just showed up. We just saw there was a lot of mm-hmm. kids. Um, you know, we were getting water. I know you donated some waters or pizzas. And so yeah. we, we kind yeah. of did that. We just wanted to be there just yeah a lot of us did they said it was our our idea and we told them to do it and it's like no yeah. we just yeah. showed up we saw it we just showed up to help that's it yeah, just supporting <laughs> yes yeah yeah wow. yes. that was I, it, yeah it, that it was chills amazing. watching it like i was like yeah. i just yes. love seeing young people that's being what passionate I was say. it's amazing to see yeah. what y'all are able to accomplish and then a young exactly young woman like yourself there's a lot of strong females that we've seen out there protesting yes. and you know just keep going i don't need to tell you that yet, but you know i just that's amazing what you're doing and what y'all are doing and uh we just need more action like like she yes. says yes we you do know, we just do. don't you just got to jump in and do it and try to build some momentum right if it yes. doesn't work at least you try you took, exactly. took a swing at exactly. it you know that's and don't get me wrong it might take us a while but we're not going anywhere yeah you know, we're here the same thing with Lulac, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's an amazing thing that Lulac does, but, I mean, again, I, I just, I was put into a position where, I mean, I wasn't ready for it, mm-hmm. but something I didn't want, so I'm not going to let it go yet, you know, I'm not going to let it Is go. Is this the first chapter you've always had, or? Well, actually, I, I just found out there's two more. Oh, there's two more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angela Vasquez, uh, sorry, mm-hmm. one, supposedly, and uh, Deborah Bond. Yeah, Debbie, she's the one in... She's mm. part of our karma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's so, so they started. Um, but I haven't, I mean, I haven't heard anything. I, I saw it, I was on, online with Lulac stuff, and, and I saw that. But um, more power to them. If they can do something with it, great. I just haven't been able to, man. Like, I've been so focused on, well, last year especially, mm-hmm. and then this year, you know, uh, a little bit tougher because, you know, all, everything has stopped with, with going and watching all that. Now the grieving started, so a little bit more emotional. Mm-hmm. But we'll get there, and uh, I mean, I do have a lot of family and, and friends that support it are in it. Just, uh, um, I say we'll get there soon. Well, we're here with you, you know, to support whatever mission y'all have. And likewise, we're, we're here for y'all. Whatever we can do, we have volunteers. We have like six hundred and something members right now. Awesome. They're not all active, and some of them are probably. Not on our side. They just want to know it's what's exactly. going on. Still, you know, all your requirements. Yeah, you have those right people that are with you, and that's all that matters. You know, and you see, even a couple people can make a difference. Look at y'all. Y'all talk to the yeah. Republican, and he's he switched. You know, that's one family doing that. So. I mean, it's amazing what a few people can do. Yeah, and yeah. That was a few families, right? Yeah. It's mostly the Rubios and the Matas. They went every single Tuesday. Um, during that period, school. right? You were in school, yeah. So it, it's hard. It's really, really hard. But Do y'all feel that Uvalde like, will ever change? And, I don't you know, think so. support I don't know. I mean, yeah, I have to be hopeful. They're you know? hopeful, but... I mean, people don't like change, especially the older people. Yeah. Don't know they're not ready for change. They're used to their ways. And, I mean, hopefully the new generation will change things around. But And I feel like yeah. a lot of people here think, well, this already happened here. It can't happen again. No, we but, still get threats, man. Like I mean, we still it's, get threats, but we've seen mm-hmm. shootings at Walmart. We've seen them at churches. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, just because it happened doesn't mean we're immune from exactly. it. Exactly. You know? yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it's also not just mass violence there's also domestic mm-hmm. violence there's 
suicides, accidental shootings, you're not immune to being shot. We already had that. We have suicides. We've had we yeah. had drive-bys mm -hmm. and then little kids got killed. I just met one the other day from here. Mm -hmm. It was just, uh, 12 years ago or 15 years ago, a little girl got shot by a drive-by. So, mm -hmm. so we've, we've had them here. All that's it just... We just say it's all small things and then we had this big huge thing it's never gonna change. We hope we can help. <laughs> we hope. Even if it's a little bit, you know, a little thing at a time that I mean that'd be great. Well whatever change there does come in, we'll appreciate that. Well we're not gonna stop fighting just like y'all aren't, we're here with y'all. I mean that's the purpose of Karma Corner, like I said, is for people to learn about the kids and y'all and what y'all are doing and continue the mission and you know the right person hears it they'll want to help out you know and get inspired you know um, so I think it's great and I really appreciate y'all coming on thank you for having us um, yes and thank you for you guys for everything you do you know you you're awesome Carmen's great sometimes it feels like we're not doing anything at all and then Jimmy gets on me like hey you're not posting or hey you're not doing it I'm gonna start putting all these crickets on yeah I don't see y'all posting we have a lot going on I'm like people just don't post every day I'm sure they were tired yeah um what what do you want the world to remember you know about Jackie she was a person, not just a number, you know, people, there are just statistics and stuff like that. My baby world, remember she wasn't a number, she was a person, a loving person, mm -hmm. a very special person to us. And uh, she's greatly missed. She would have made a difference, and I think that's a, what we want now is to be that difference for her. Yeah, that she was a child that people need to remember that she didn't have the knowledge of the world that we had, like, I just don't know how to put that into words that so we know how violent and cruel this world can be and she didn't yet until she died. I always see, I think I put a picture where she was making her communion. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, it makes me cheer because I'm like, these, these kids, mm -hmm. they were just so innocent. She was, it had just been two weeks before. Two weeks before. It was just two weeks before May 24th. Mm -hmm. It's just, like I said earlier, it's still hard to Mm -hmm. grass that it happened here and so much life was lost. <laughs> Thanks for y'all's inspiring words and the work y'all are doing and congratulations again, future yeah. president. Thank you. I want need your autograph. <laughs> when you do become president, remember you did our pop <laughs> Remember the little people. Mm -hmm. Like she's like, who's karma? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she's like who? Yeah. <laughs> no. um, but just real fast, um, so Liesdrop can be, you know, they can visit on Liesdrop.com. Yes, and yes. And Jackie's can be JackieslovingHands.com, mm -hmm. right? Does, do you like have a website? They do have one, it's uh, Yvali Lulak. Yvali. Yeah, it's on Facebook. Uh, there's an email too, but uh, I'm not, I don't have all that. Chris is the one that has all that. Yeah, so on Facebook they can be Yvali Lulak. Jackie's Loving Hands, yes, they have a Facebook page too. Yes. Same thing, Jackie's Loving Hands. So, I'm going to make sure on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. I think it is. Well, we also want to thank y'all again for being our last yes. episode of the year. Uh, we were you. able to record 12 episodes wow. this, this year, but we started mid-year, March. Yeah, wow. so we were able to record 12, but um, we are going to take a break for the holidays and stuff, mm -hmm. and then we'll be back in the new year with 
Good. More stories and, <laughs> and more things. And maybe with Kim, if she doesn't tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. So, again, right. thank y'all and thank y'all for, for joining us and listening. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank, thank you for you. having us. Yeah, right. hopefully we could do it again. <laughs>